You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Thanks for checking out the podcast and YouTube channel on Conroe Culture. Don't forget, we're live on Lone Star Community Radio every Monday at noon. Make sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. Want more information? Visit the show page on IRLoneStar.com slash Culture for past shows and learn how to sponsor the show. Can you say happy Labor, Labor Day? We are at uh, Lone Star Community Radio. I'm Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News, downtown Conroe, 104.5, 106.1 on your FM, or you can go to IRLoneStar.com and watch us live stream. Of course, we're also on our city TV on Sudden Link Channel 12 in Conroe. Maybe, maybe not. Are, are we on that right now? <laughs> so, um, it's kind of like a ghost town right now in downtown Conroe. I think everybody's just taking a Labor Day off. So, um, you know, it's been such a, a challenging week. I, I find myself wondering what day it really is and is this Labor Day weekend. I can't remember what day I was out or what day the rain stopped or any of that. So today on the show, we have some people that are going to go, that are going to speak to us a little bit about the storm, recovery efforts, and uh, things we can do around the community, around Conroe to help people out and where to go. So uh, we have Jennifer Landers, who is the new executive director with Crisis Assistance Center, formerly known as Montgomery County Emergency Assistance. And we will have Courtney Wiedner with Farmers Insurance talking about uh, how you go about getting reimbursed through FEMA. What's the procedures? Do you have to have pictures? What if your car flooded? What if you've been out of work? Imagine, yes, all of that. It's it's kind of overwhelming, but she's been in the business for a long time and hopefully can give us some tips about what you need to do. And then we have uh, Pastor Chris Lake from Tree of Life Lutheran Church, who's been out uh, with many recovery efforts and the muck and the gunk and the all of that. So we're going to get his point of view of what's going on. <clears throat> and we're all out there doing ministry to help our neighbors. That, that's really the end of the story right there. We do what we can. Uh, it, we physically get dirty and put on the masks or we help at the shelters. Everybody wants to help um, our neighbors, whether they're physically our neighbors or just basically in the community. So we're going to talk about some things that are going on this week um, to give somebody, give everybody a little more happiness and to take a break. So today, Clear Choice Acupuncture, which is right across the parking lot from me, I can see her uh, storefront. She is offering free ear acupuncture. If you haven't done it, don't knock it. I haven't tried it, so I don't know. But that's supposed to de-stress you, and she's doing that. Well, it started at 10 and it goes till 2 and she's doing it again. Allison is doing it again Wednesday and Friday from 9.30 to 5. She takes walk-ins and this helps to de-stress you. So check it out, uh, ear acupuncture. I kind of feel like there's a lot of us walking around a little stressed, so that could help. 
And again, she's located on Thompson Street across from the parking lot. It's right over by the Owen Theater. So tonight, uh, Fred McIntosh with Charles Peters will be at the Red Brick Tavern stage at 7.30 and open mic at the Corner Pub. It's kind of a Monday madness is what they call it. Seems like everything's a little madness right now, but that also is free. Pacific Yard House just opened up Friday, and uh, they had uh, great food. They, they have wonderful food. I'm not sure if they're open for lunch or not, but they are definitely open for dinner. And they have live entertainment on Friday and Saturday nights. So they, they have a capacity for over 150 people. And they have an outdoor seating capacity as well. So check that out. And this coming Thursday is the last free concert put on by the Conroe Parks and Recreation that, of the season. And that usually goes April to September out at Heritage Park. Now, the Farmer's Market is also out there. They will, uh, the Farmer's Market will move back to Founders Park by Owens Theater in October. But for right now, as of this Thursday, the Farmer's Market starts at 4 and goes until 8. And the concert with the Fab Five and the Spin Masters, Spin Sations, sorry, the Spin Sations. That will start at 6.30. It's all free. Come out there, enjoy. Well, you can't get the produce for free, I'm just saying. But you can walk out there, bring your lawn chairs, bring your blankets, bring your dogs on leashes, and come watch uh, the Beatles music and have a little fun. Also on Thursday night, Caleb and the Homegrown Tomatoes, which usually hosts Monday Night Madness at the Corner Pub, they will be competing at the Idol competition at the Redneck Country Club in Stafford Thursday night. So they have chartered a bus for people to get on the bus, pay 30 bucks. It gets you admission into the competition. It pays for the bus ride. It pays for hot dogs, and it pays for free beer. 30 bucks. So if you need another diversion and you need to get out of town for the night, they will meet at 6 o'clock at the Corner Pub and have fun. So, um, and Friday night and Saturday nights, the uh, Conroe Coffee will be open till 10 o'clock and they are right next to us. They have a, a window there where you can see anybody who's in the studio, but there's nobody there right now. Like I said, downtown Conroe is kind of like a ghost town right now, but we're here. So it's all good. Tickets are still available for Beauty and the Beast. And that has an ongoing performance this Friday and Saturday at 8 p.m. at the Owen Theater and a Sunday matinee at 2. So Thursday, September 14th, a week from this Thursday, and I will remind you again next Monday, but there will be a free performance of Noises Off to anyone needing a laugh that has been affected by the flooding. And that will be at the Crichton Theater two doors down from us here at the studio on Main Street in downtown Conroe. They had some damage, and then they also were not able to uh, get their setup going, whatever they need to do to, for a performance uh, because of the storms. So they were supposed to start this last week, but it is delayed till next week. So the first performance will be September 14th, and that is free. Free satire, humor, that kind of thing. If you feel like you need a little humor in your life, that might be a place to start. And then Friday the 15th, they will start with their regular performance. So today's show is sponsored by Kingwood Medical Center. They are a member of the HCA Hospitals, a comprehensive stroke center. When in doubt, call 911 if you have sudden numbness occurs. 
Time is critical during a stroke. We'll be right back with my first guest, Jennifer Landers, with the Crisis Assistance Center. I'm Margie Taylor, your host. When it comes to stroke, time is critical. The quicker you get to a hospital, the quicker you could potentially get critical treatment that may reduce disability and death from stroke. The Brain and Spine Center at Kingwood Medical Center is accredited by DNV as a comprehensive stroke center and is recipient of the American Stroke Association's 2017 Get With the Guidelines Stroke Gold Plus Target Stroke Honor Roll Elite Award. Learn to recognize stroke symptoms fast and get help immediately at the first sign of a stroke. The FASTER, F-A-S-T acronym for FACE, face drooping, arm, arm weakness, speech, speech difficulty and time. It's time to call 911. Above all else, Kingwood Medical Center is committed to the care and improvement of human life. In recognition of this commitment, they will strive to deliver high quality, cost-effective health care in the communities they serve. Kingwood Medical Center can be contacted at 281-348-8000. For more information, visit kingwoodmedical.com. Kingwood Medical Center is located at 22999 Highway 59 North, Kingwood, Texas, 77339. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question, comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Hello, and we are back on Conroe Culture News at Lone Star Community Radio. I'm your host, Margie Taylor. And uh, we're going to give you some updates of things you can do if you've been flooded or if you want to volunteer, if you want to get involved. So I have several people here today in uh, the studio with me. I have uh, Jennifer Landers with the Crisis Assistance Center. And then we'll hear from uh, Courtney Widener from uh, Farmers Insurance. And I'm sorry, it's Courtney Widener. Widener. Oh, my gosh. I'm just so confused. <laughs> And Pastor Chris Lake at Tree of Life Lutheran Church. Okay, back to Jennifer. Jennifer, how's it going? Good. How are you doing today? <laughs> I am doing well. So Crisis Assistance Center, they have been out there in the news helping with folks, of course, for a long time now, since 86? 1981. 81. 1981. Okay, that's a long time. Of course, even more so of lately in the last week, I would have to say, correct? Correct. We have been, um, just like many organizations, you know, both churches and nonprofits, they have all come together to really help our community, help those in need. So we are still assisting folks with temporary housing and rental assistance and utilities as needed, but mostly a lot of food, um, house items. We have folks, you know, that lost everything and clothing. So we've really partnered with Interfaith and also Missions Northeast for East County to kind of bring everything to one place. We have the distribution center off of Pollock that we are trying to help as many people as we can. 
we thought we'd have a thousand people on Saturday. We had thirty six hundred people that we served. Oh my gosh! So the the people that needed assistance did they come directly to the crisis assistance center, or were they served at Pollock? We've had both. We've had folks okay. that have come directly to us, but right now we're um, sending the majority of folks over to the Pollock warehouse because that is I it's mean, set up to take them. Yes, it's a huge facility. I I will totally butch the numbers, but it's around two hundred thousand square feet of stuff that's there that it's a been, warehouse yes donated right. by our community and so they have the facility there and i know it's a new business that hasn't even yet opened no, and yet they graciously donated it to the county so that we could set this up that's um, awesome so falcon steel was amazing in doing that and now we're serving folks there they can get housewares they can get diapers they can and that's get, just so much easier because yes. i know the space you have and it makes it very challenging it does every it does. day yes. on it a normal does. situation but when you have people that are very desperate to get assistance it it's just it's so much better to be organized yes. and have that room to do and so and i will tell you the folks at interfaith definitely stepped up and really took on a bulk of that they have an amazing staff and they really helped us coordinate volunteers and organize that. So I definitely have to give them, you know, a lot. Well, the blessing in that is that every, all these organizations are working together because for the most part, Interfaith serves the communities around the Woodlands. Yes, South County. And then I know Mission Northeast serves East Montgomery County Mm -hmm. in those areas and zip codes. And uh, Crisis Assistance Center, I want to say MCEA, but I know. <laughs> Crisis Assistance Center serves the county. Correct. So this is such a large endeavor, though, that it just makes sense mm-hmm. for everybody to work together to do that. And that's what's amazing to me. And I know that there ha- have been many volunteers out there as well, because without the volunteers, we you can't serve no. the people's needs. We've been using at least just at the warehouse, about 800 to 900 volunteers, you know, have been needed at all times. And so it's been amazing wow. to have that come together. So for the rest of the week, we need about 900 volunteers still just to fill it. So how time. are they taking volunteers? The best way is to actually go to woodlandsinterfaith.org and sign up on their volunteer website. They have a application process and page where you can go right on and then um, actually pick your times right there. like a sign up genius yes so that's the best way to do it right now that's great so what are your needs we still are in need of really cleaning supplies at this point in time we have a lot of folks coming to us for um, cleaning supplies hygiene items one of the biggest things we're asking for now is gas cards for transportation we have a lot of folks that just to get them to their temporary housing at this point requires Um, funding assistance so we're asking for gas cards to help get folks because we're having to move them farther north in some cases because the hotel rooms are full and so not just are we dealing with our folks that had evacuated but folks that evacuated north from Houston or came to this area from other flooded locations and so we are really inundated with people needing help right now um, in housing and that is one thing we don't have enough of is just some temporary housing. At this so point. you need monetary, monetary donations. Yes, we're trying to, to start steering work. folks to monetary and really giving local. Pick an organization that's local right. that you can, you know, that you love or that, you know, you're really behind their mission and give the money there because whether it's a church or a nonprofit, they're going to know how best to spend the dollars within our county and how best to use them. So I really can't stress enough to get absolutely local. i know that i've been posting that on conroe culture news 
to give to the food bank, give mm-hmm. to Interfaith, give to Christ Assistance Center, right. give to your local church that you know is doing the mission to and help keeping people. it right here to serve exactly. those that need it the most. So, and you know that there's not as many as much admin fees, yes. things like mm-hmm. that, that it will directly go to help them. So you're not open today. We're not open today, but we will be open um, our normal Ongoing. hours. Yes, and, and we're still seeing clients, but we do have an influx of folks that need additional disaster relief right now. So we're trying to help those as well, um, above and beyond our normal clients that we serve. So, so um, if somebody needs assistance, is the best way for them to go to the Pollock Center out there? I would say between now and Friday, that's the... If they need immediate items, that is the best place for them to go because it's all in one location. If they're just needing food right now, they can always come to our food pantry and we can help serve them um, immediately. But they do have food at Pollock as well. Um, And this is non-perishable food. It's not hot food to eat right now a meal. Right. Right? We will have fresh food at our pantry just like normal, but most of what's at Pollock is um, non-perishable items. Sure. Okay. Are you, so are you getting uh, refrigerated products? We do have some. We have um, our partnership with Keep Montgomery County Fed, um, which also brings lots of fresh produce. That was my us. LMC class. Yes. A <laughs> wonderful LMC project. It has been an amazing resource for our county. So we're thankful for them. And then we do have other partners that have, um, you know, churches and also other nonprofits that have their own gardens that do share and co-op with us so that we can provide fresh food through our um, food pantry. Well, what kind of documentation do you need for uh, people to come in to the Crisis Assistance Center and get assistance? Really, um, just a driver's license so that we know that you're located in Montgomery County. Um, Any documentation you have that can help us through the process, if we're going to help you with your FEMA paperwork, your insurance paperwork, that kind of stuff. So you help with the FEMA? We can, yes, definitely. So I would bring as much as you have available and we can help identify what else, you know, you need uh, to kind of get through get all going. of the paperwork, but definitely a driver's license. And our appointment line is honestly the best way okay, um, to get in touch with us so that we can get set up. That way people don't have to wait. I know as they're cleaning up and doing everything else, they don't want to sit and wait forever. So we'd rather make appointments. Um, just makes it yes, more Yes, we will organized. take walk-ins, you know, to try and right. help as quickly as possible, but definitely appointments. So that number is 936-539-9211, yes. correct? Correct. And you are at 1022 McCall Street in Conroe, kind of situated behind the CVS Pharmacy. Correct. Been there. You have a time or two. <laughs> One, well, yeah, not, not last week, <laughs> but yes. So um, what else do you want to tell us about Crisis Assistance Center? I would just say... Um, we still are in need of volunteers and you know long after the media coverage is over we will be dealing with this here in our county um for a long time so we're going to be here with clients not just now in the immediate crisis but also through the long-term recovery and so don't forget about these organizations whether it be the nonprofits like cac or interfaith you know don't forget about them in the weeks or months after the footage has long gone somewhere else Keep them because things are not going to be okay. It's not going to be okay. It's going to take a long time. Right now, we're still in crisis mode. We're still rescuing. We're still evacuating. We're still recovering and cleaning. But then we go to temporary housing, and then we also now have long-term recovery for how do we get everything back on track? Not just the economy, but 
lives and schools and, you know, businesses. So how do we get everything back on track? And the new out? normal. The new normal. What's our new normal now? <laughs> yeah. Right. So uh, how do people go about volunteering to fit your needs so that they're not all there at one time? We do have um, our website. There's a volunteer tab on our website okay. as well. They can also call um, through, the appointment, yes, through the appointment line as well. And um, they can leave a message that they want to volunteer and we'll have a coordinator call them back and let them know what's available. Okay. Very good. Because our needs keep changing. So. Well, and they do. And, and you mentioned the thing that you need most is cleaning products, gas cards, hygiene and products. hygiene. Yeah. So the hygiene, what about people that put them together in gallon bags? Is that helpful? That's fine, too. We actually just sent um, two big tubs out this morning to folks that are in hotel rooms already that just need some assistance. And we had a church group that was going around and delivering hygiene products to those also um, some paperwork that they needed to come in to do their FEMA paperwork and that kind of stuff. So they're delivering all those to the folks. So we're trying to get to everybody who may not have transportation or anything else. We're really there's been a lot out. of cars flooded, and I'm sure Courtney yes. can attest to that. I'm shortly. Sure. <clears throat> so okay, so the appointment line again is nine three six five three nine ninety two eleven. And your website is cac-mctx.org. Or you can just Google Crisis or Assistance Google Center. That usually works really yes. fast. Yes. And uh, you also have your Facebook page, mm -hmm. which is Crisis Assistance Center MCTX, I think. Mm -hmm. But again, you can Google that and find it. All you have to do is look for if, if it says Conroe on there. Exactly. And I'm sure you'll put updates on We've that page as, as well. Okay, we're going to take a, a short break here. And uh, then my next guest will be Courtney Widener, uh, Farmers Insurance, telling us about procedures with insurance and FEMA and all that. Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News, Lone Star Community Radio. When it comes to stroke, time is critical. The quicker you get to a hospital, the quicker you can potentially get critical treatment that may reduce disability and death from stroke. The Brain and Spine Center at Kingwood Medical Center is accredited by DNV as a comprehensive stroke center and is recipient of the American Stroke Association 2017 Get With The Guidelines Stroke Gold Plus Target Stroke Honor Roll Elite Award. Learn to recognize stroke symptoms fast and get help immediately at the first sign of a stroke. The FASTER, F-A-S-T acronym for face, face drooping, arm, arm weakness, speech, speech difficulty and time. It's time to call 911. Above all else, Kingwood Medical Center is committed to the care and improvement of human life. In recognition of this commitment, they will strive to deliver high quality, cost-effective health care in the communities they serve. Kingwood Medical Center can be contacted at 281-348-8000. For more information, visit kingwoodmedical.com. Kingwood Medical Center is located at 22999 Highway 59 North, Kingwood, Texas, 77339. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast. Create your first 
YouTube channel and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776. Guess what? We're back. We are here. Lone Star Community Radio, Conroe Culture News. I'm your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. And today's show is sponsored by Kingwood Medical Center. They are a member of the HCA Hospitals, a comprehensive stroke center. When in doubt, call 911. And if sudden numbness occurs, time is critical during a stroke. So my next guest here is Courtney, and she is with Farmers Insurance. She's been with them a while, a long time, <laughs> long, long time. Yes, and but you—I mean, you also do. You're a food truck girl, but we I won't do. even talk about that right now. Yeah, I'm in insurance mode right now. You're for in, sure. Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah, yeah. It's all about the crisis. So you're a local Conroe resident. You've lived here since the '90s. Yes, I went to Conroe High. I've been around here in town for a while. Yes, I'm a resident of Woodhaven Forest Subdivision, which was under mandatory evacuation on Monday. So. Yeah, we were wow. spared. Very, very, very grateful. Our neighborhood was spared, but um, yeah, it's been, it's been real. So we're out. It has been real. Yeah, a lot That's of us a good in our word neighborhood. Yes, yeah, <laughs> a lot of us. We've been out volunteering because since we were spared in our neighborhood, we've right. been out and helping those that weren't so lucky. So. So I'm sure, being the insurance person that you are, mm-hmm. uh, that you've had calls. Lots what of kind calls. of calls are you getting? So obviously, we've had homes that have flooded. We've had people's cars that have flooded. Uh, we've got some folks who still have water in their home that can't even get home down in Houston. It's it's really, really sad down there. And um, But another, another call that I'm getting a lot is my roof leaked a little bit. I'm very lucky. My house didn't flood. But they're sending me, you know, photographs of their ceiling showing that they've got some water spots on the ceiling indication that maybe through some of the winds that we had, um, you know, maybe lifted some shingles, something like that. Maybe it was just from the sheer amount of rain, the roof just started leaking, whatever the situation may be. Maybe they have wind damage, don't know, um, but they had some leaking going on. And so in those situations, there's a couple different ways you can handle that. Um, if people know their homeowner's insurance, if they know where their policy is, they can check it out, see what their hurricane deductible is. Because a lot of times it's more than your normal deductible. It is might that be... a normal thing that you would have on your homeowners? Mm-hmm. Most okay. policies have a separate deductible for either wind, hurricane, and hail all lumped together. Or there's a separate tropical cyclone deductible that covers uh, storm-related damages from tropical storms and hur- any name storm, hurricanes and tropical storms. So they may call it a hurricane deductible, maybe called a tropical cyclone deductible, something like that. It might be 1%, it might be 2%, it might be more than that. It just depends on your insurance company. So I advise folks, check, out, check that out, see what your deductible is. If you've only got a few little water spots on your ceiling, you don't have stuff caving in or anything like that, you may not be more than over than your deductible. So, but we're telling folks um, they can do one of a couple things. If they want to call a contractor to come out and check it out just to see, because if it's only about $1,000 to repair it, you may not even want to mess with filing a claim. You know, it may just not even be worth having the adjuster, you know, spending that manpower when they could be adjusting homes that have a whole lot of damage. You know what I mean? Right. So if it's not crucial and your house is okay and you can wait, if it's not a huge thing and can call a contractor out to check it out before you file a claim. Um, but the other thing we're telling folks is if it looks, if, if it's, if you got quite a bit of damage, then we say, go ahead and get that claim filed simultaneously. Also get a contractor to come out and look at your house, get on everybody's list, get on your insurance company's queue to have your damage inspected, 
And then also contractors have waiting lists too right now. So, you know, call somebody that's reputable, call somebody that's recommended, maybe somebody that somebody you know has used personally. Uh, I highly caution everybody, just be really careful. I was a victim of a shysty contractor after Hurricane Ike. It was a very unfortunate situation. I thought I knew better, you know, but I will just tell folks, make sure whoever you hire is insured. Ask them to see their proof of insurance. If they're a legit contractor, they will have absolutely no problem showing you that. They have to have a certain license, don't they? It depends on the trade. Roofers okay. in Texas, there is no license, okay. but I mean, HVAC, electricians, right, they plumbers, and absolutely. It has the, they have usually to have on their vehicle. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. on their there. license numbers on there. Right. So would you say that people should talk to their insurance person and go by their recommendations? Absolutely. I, you know, if y'all have not talked to your agent yet, if you have any damage to your home at all, call your agent, you know, talk to them, just have a little conversation. I've had some great conversations with our clients this week, folks I haven't talked to in a long time. You know, we've been calling our customers, everybody that had flood insurance, check on them, make sure if they need any help filing claims, things like that. Um, but definitely call your agent and see what they recommend. They may know some contractors, too, uh, that they could recommend to you that they've worked personally with or their clients have been satisfied with, things like that. So definitely go with somebody that people know. That you know. So yeah. you come back to your home. You've been evacuated. Mm-hmm. What do you do? What's the first thing you need to do? Oh, gosh. If you have damage, if you don't yes. have damage. No, you have damage. Say you have damage, yeah, right. It's okay. like a mess. It's yes. like horrible. Yeah. You know, any of these neighborhoods, like oh, your man. own or whatever. I mean, yeah. what is the first thing they need to do? Do they need to take pictures? Do oh, they need yes. to call Absolutely. their insurance? What, what do they I know, need to do? It's so, so overwhelming. I spent the day volunteering in River Plantation yesterday. And if y'all haven't been through there, it's just, it's, it's. It's horrible. I, I, was I don't have words. I don't have words for it. It's, it's just, devastating. It is. And so, and that's just one neighborhood out of all of Southeast Texas. Like I can't can't even fathom it y'all it's so bad so anyway but yes if you have damage in your home get your phone out take as many pictures as you can just go crazy take videos take pictures of everything because i mean if you have flood insurance you're going to get paid but you got to have photographs of your damage it's just i went through this with allison it's if you don't have pictures you're just going to have trouble so just take as many pictures as you can email them to yourself put them in a cloud do something so they're saved they're safe um, you know, if you're having to file a FEMA claim, if it hasn't been said already, disasterassistance.gov, uh, you can access it from your phone, get on there, get your FEMA claim filed. I'm hearing reports of folks getting direct deposits of, for hotel, you know, vouchers and things like this. Um, so they're, they're moving pretty quickly from so what I'm hearing. do you do the FEMA on your own or you go through your insurance? No, agent? you do that on your own. Okay. Um, but you know, I think one of the questions is I've not filled it out myself cause I didn't need any assistance, but one of the questions is, you know, they ask you, what are your insurance do you have? And you know, this and that, um, you know, believe if you're going to go, if you have substantial damage, then they need denial letters from your insurance companies and things like that. So, you know, take pictures of everything. If trash has to be hauled away, let it be hauled away. You know, you can't, Keep it on your property for forever, but um, just photograph it all and um, get your disaster assistance claim filed and notify your insurance agent. Now, do you know, are, is FEMA set up in some of these communities that are really bad, um, like in RP? I'm assuming they're setting up a trailer out there for people to file claims because, I mean, it's just so much easier. Yes. Yes. From what I'm understanding, they're supposed to be out in RP today. Today it is. They yes. have a trailer out there. Okay. So FEMA's going to be out in River Plantation today. Well, that's smart. Because, yes. I mean, it's right there yes. where they can help people. And yes. I'm assuming then they're probably in other areas as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if you want to volunteer in River Plantation, I will tell y'all, uh, just go in, check in at the um, the 
info center right there on the main drag, the little country, I don't guess it's the country club building. It's a little red building right there. It has right big there. signs out there. Yeah, you can't volunteers. miss it. Yeah, you can't miss right. it. Uh, check in there and they will instruct you uh, which houses are have crews at them just gutting them right now. So there's just need for so much labor. Um, if you have the means to travel, you guys, farmers insurance is set up um, at several different spots down in Rockport, um, down south of here, where they had a lot of the wind damage and people's homes just completely gone. Um, and so they're looking for labor in areas like that, in the smaller areas like Shepherd and Cold Spring, um, you know, areas outside of Houston. There's a lot of devastation and, and they need volunteer labor. So, East County, too. Yeah, East County. I mean, there's just, it's everywhere, you know. We're blessed here because we have a high concentration of people and volunteers around, but it's a lot of the, you know, out in the country a little bit and, and the, you know, the East Woods over there that they just, they don't have the manpower. They, they, they really need the help. They really need the people power. Mm-hmm. They need resources. And yeah. some of those people don't have access to the shelters. Yeah. I mean, because they don't have a car. They can't just go to the shelter and go mm-hmm. get services. Right. It's flooded or they're flooded in. They're still only accessed by boat, um, if you can imagine. Yeah. So pictures, they need to call their agent. They need to uh, document with FEMA. And hopefully if they're in your neighborhood, uh, you can just go in person and how long does it take for fema to respond what's the norm or is there a norm this is all new Margie. this is like like... (laughs) never seen before i mean i will say the county's response has been really amazing i mean they wouldn't let vehicles into the bad parts of rp yesterday just because they had the big dump trucks there and the big scoops and the claws and just picking up piles of debris that people have been you know mucking out of these houses and stuff i mean the response has really been something and I really, really hope that once we get our own county cleaned up that we can go, you know, help surrounding. I don't even know if that's possible, but it's like they need it so bad, you know. So um, I don't I really don't know how long it's taken. I know farmers, we've already been settling claims. I've been getting calls from our customers thanking us for moving so fast. I mean, so I know all the insurance companies are jumping on these things as fast as they can and trying to get people rental cars. I've heard, you know, people saying they can't find a rental car anywhere in the city. I believe it you're just going to be on a list and I'm sorry. I mean, it's just, there's the demand is so great right now. Enterprise is sending in thousands of cars, you know, from surrounding States and stuff to help with the the demand, but it's, it's so everybody's strapped. I mean, it's just, does, um, do insurance companies help with reimbursement for hotels and that kind of thing as well? Uh, I hate to say it. It depends on the damage, you know, um, you know, different insurance companies cover for different things. If, now, unfortunately, with flood insurance, I will tell you this, um, the one bummer about flood insurance is it only covers direct physical damage to your home and your contents, the contents inside of your home, not anything that was loose in your yard or not secured in a structure. So, um, you know, everything that was inside your home, but it does not cover additional living expense. So all of these folks that are completely displaced from their homes, there's no way they can even reside in there. Even there's just no way, you know, while their home's being repaired. Some folks can, but most folks that flooded cannot. Um, the flood insurance, unfortunately, does not pay for a hotel or anything like that. So if anybody has means, uh, you know, an extra rent house or even an RV or a trailer or something like that, there's lots of Facebook groups, Housing After Harvey and other things where folks are posting needs and also availability of of housing for folks that are displaced that really need some affordable housing. Because these guys, you know, their mortgage companies might waive a couple months of their mortgage payment, but they still got a mortgage to pay right. and no house to live in. And now they got to pay to live somewhere else, too. It's just... It's so bad. So, yeah, if anybody can help out with some housing, that's that's a great need for that, too. And their cars, if their cars are flooded, it, are they, for the most part, insured for that? Or is that a... 
extra addendum something. No, if they had on their on their vehicle insurance, if they had comprehensive coverage or other than collision, that is the flood coverage. But okay. if you only had liability only, unfortunately, no, flood damage wouldn't be covered. Right. Well, most people have the whole deal, don't they? The whole. All right. I'm not even going to say most people. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it just depends, Margie. Yeah. New, okay. Newer cars. Yeah. If you have a lien, okay. if you have a lien holder on your vehicle, then you have to have full coverage. You have so to if have you're, full coverage. yeah, if you're paying a payment, then then yeah, then you probably most likely you have yes. it. I would hope so. Now, if you just bought it from used from somebody and paid cash, you may or may not have it. Correct. Right. Okay. So if you're not sure, call your agent. Okay. Um, well, this is good information, I think. And Courtney is available at Farmers Insurance. She's yes. In my office, you guys, uh, is also a donation site. Farmers has uh, donation sites, which is a lot of agents' offices. Uh, and we're taking donations to our distribution centers, which are taking stuff to the areas like Rockport and Dickinson, you know, other areas that we can't exactly get to uh, all that easily. Um, some of the things they're saying, you know, everybody's so full of clothes right now. The overwhelming donations of clothes have just been, it's kind of created more of a problem than anything else. I hate to say that, but there's more labor needed to handle the volume of clothes than, you know, we could be helping other people. But um, things that they need, masks, uh, working gloves, tarps, nails, buckets, wheelbarrows, shoves, shovels, uh, bleach and cleaning supplies. When I worked at the Pollock Center on Saturday, it was like the cleaning supplies were going faster than donations were coming in. Right, so. Yeah, um, and then Jennifer was saying. Um, new towels and sheets, things like that. Uh, sure. Those are other items. But yeah, please keep your clothes until the need is there. <laughs> and, and definitely don't need prom dresses and coats no. and all that other crazy stuff. Yeah, no Maybe coats. new underwear or socks. Yes. I know that Jennifer was needing things like that. New and she's in package. Yes, please. Her keep, head. I mean, people still want to feel clean in <laughs> yes. some respect, you know. Yes. And this is about dignity as well. Absolutely. You know. New things um, are appreciated. Okay. And you also have your CK Widener, W-E-I-D-N-E-R Facebook page. Right. People can find you all over the place. If I'm you just sure. Google my name, Courtney Widener, uh, yeah, you'll it find it just comes up. I'm all over the place. And you're at 945 uh, Sergeant, Sergeant Ed, Ed Holcomb. Holcomb. Yeah. I'm the uh, farmer's insurance office at the corner of Sergeant Ed in the South Loop 336, just down from Conroe Regional. Look for a green Falacos food truck. That's my Evelyn. She's going to be out feeding soon, you guys. I've Unfortunately, I've had to wear my insurance hat, and I really want to be out giving away free hot meals, but i got to do the insurance gig. you got to do the insurance gig. For the moment. Okay, then, we're going to take yep. another break, and I'll be right awesome. back. I'm Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News. We'll be back with Pastor Chris Lake. When it comes to stroke, time is critical. The quicker you get to a hospital, the quicker you could potentially get critical treatment that may reduce disability and death from stroke. The Brain and Spine Center at Kingwood Medical Center is accredited by DNV as a comprehensive stroke center and is recipient of the American Stroke Association's 2017 Get With The Guidelines Stroke Old Plus Target Stroke Honor Roll Elite Award. Learn to recognize stroke symptoms fast and get help immediately at the first sign of a stroke. The FASTER, F-A-S-T acronym for face, face drooping, arm, arm weakness, speech, speech difficulty and time. It's time to call 911. Above all else, Kingwood Medical Center is committed to the care and improvement of human life. In recognition of this commitment, they will strive to deliver high quality cost-effective health care in the communities they serve. Kingwood Medical Center can be contacted at 281-348-8000. 
For more information, visit kingwoodmedical.com. Kingwood Medical Center is located at 22999 Highway 59 North, Kingwood, Texas, 77339. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Monday, September 4th, and we are in downtown Conroe. I'm your host for Conroe Culture News, Margie Taylor, and we're talking about disaster relief. Seems to be the topic right now of uh, that guy, Harvey. I don't know if anybody's going to love that name or want to name a child of that name, Harvey. I don't even know anybody named Harvey, so I'm glad I don't. (laughs) But we've had uh, different people in here today, Christ Assistance Center for Uh, talking about where you can go, how you can donate, where people go if they have needs. And the Pollock Center is a big place. Jennifer Landers uh, is the executive director there. Courtney Widener is with Farmers Insurance. She was talking about uh, claims and insurance and flooded cars. And you need to make sure you keep all your receipts if you spend any money on um, cleaning products or anything pertaining to your home that's uh, been flooded or your car, anything like that. And uh, she's also going to come back in a minute and tell us what happens if you've been out of business because of the flood. And there is some different ways you can get reimbursement. So my next guest is Pastor Chris Lake, and he is with Tree of Life Lutheran Church on uh, the Loop as well, um, 336. And Pastor Lake. Yes. You have been involved. The church has been involved. We've been busy. We have, uh, uh, for me, I live in River Plantation. And I got a phone call from my neighbor and a member at 6 a.m. and said, uh, we're bugging out. Can you give us a hand? And um, I was on my way out. And my kids actually said, well, if you're going, we're going. And so um, uh, before it was all said and done, we were helping move our neighbors out uh, of their homes before uh, they got inundated by the San Jacinto River there. Um, I became uh, an expert of reading uh, those numbers coming out of the floodgates. Uh, you know, when you have, and my daughter figured this out, it was something like 66 million gallons of water coming through those floodgates a minute. Um, it didn't take long before uh, we uh, we in River Plantation saw the end result of that. You have to move fast. You got to move fast. And and uh, it came, I live on Stone Mountain. I literally watched that water come all the way up um, from about uh, two houses from me. And uh, it gave me a real appreciation for those folks who just have that undescribable uh, fear of watching this force come in that you have absolutely no control over. And you can feel, you know, how helpless that is. And I had not felt that or experienced that before in that regards, um, at least not in that way. And it, it, the whole experience is just um, beyond words. Um, but uh, uh, luckily, my home was saved. Um, the flood uh, uh, plain was 127 or the crest of the, of the river was 127. I live at 130 um, 
um, feet of elevation. So, uh, you know, in that regards, the numbers worked in my favor, but there were a lot of folks, as we've mentioned already, in river plantation that were not fortunate. And as a result, um, in some cases, uh, took on uh, eight to 10 feet worth of water, uh, which is just indescribable what that does to your home. Well, some pictures I've seen show that it's all you see is some trees. It just encompasses the whole community with water that looks like it's a lagoon. Yeah, it, it is. Know? It is. Um, the, the mess that is left behind is, um, it, you know, it, if there's, I hate to put it, say even any sort of very positive this because none of this feels positive. Um, but the fact that the weather is at least not 190 degrees outside right now right. has been such it's a, a little cooler. It, it's bought us two things. It, it gives our volunteers a little bit of relief while they're doing the work. So they're not, you know, we don't have people getting hurt because they are working themselves, uh, you know, to a point of uh, heat exhaustion or heat stroke or something to that effect. And uh, two, it, it, it does mitigate a little bit of the mold uh, uh, growth. Now, uh, we are now, uh, you know, four or five days into this that I think we're, we're, we've, we've bought all the good grace we're going to buy there. But at this point, mm-hmm. we are, we're certainly, um, you know, I, and, and that's one of the things that I have great concerns with as we start. We've been sending teams out for days now. Um, I've been out there and uh, I just cannot stress how important it is to be careful with these environments. They are becoming toxic. Um, you need to be wearing an N95 mask. Uh, my friend Scott Moore, who is the disaster pastor for the uh, Methodist Church out here, who, by the way, is, uh, and if I can just add to this, all the churches out here have just, it's amazing what kind of um, uh, partnership we're seeing between congregations, between different church denominations. Um, and, you know, we, we have uh, bonded together. We're working with each other. We're We've all know each other by first name basis for years now, and uh, we are absolutely doing what we need to do to take care of Conroe. And um, it, it just brings tears to my eyes because they are, we're all passionate about doing what's right by the people. Um, and, uh, and, and there, I have yet to come across anyone who uh, doesn't want to do anything but what's right by the folks here in the community. And of course, as we've mentioned earlier, uh, we are fortunate enough that we've had enough um uh, be able to get in and begin to mitigate some of these problems that once we've done so, uh, that we're going to be able to go out and then reach further into Houston. Uh, the number I heard today uh, from the crisis cleanup uh, website was something like 33,000 houses in Houston um, that are in need of mucking and gutting. Um, and uh, that number is, of course, increasing daily. So, uh, you know, there, there is work to be done there. And, and the first goal, at least for me personally, is I had to take care of my neighborhood Right. Uh, get river plantation um, at least head in the right direction before I, I I started stepping out because it's just hard to take care of other folks if you if your own people aren't taken care in your of your own backyard so to speak. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, and and we're making really great progress out there, even though there's still a lot of work to be done. Well, what's amazing <laughs> to me is um, also the power of social media in the last week. Oh yeah, has been tremendous. People come out there. I, I know I helped you with a video and mm-hmm. it hit 6,000 people um, in a matter of a couple of days, one of the families out That's there. That's right, yep. And yep. she got people, she has no idea who they are. 60 people showed up in her front yard Yep. because people want to help. Absolutely. As long as they know where and what time you need them, 
they're there. Yeah, I, I just you put know? on my uh, Facebook page. Um, you know, we're going to muck and gut at this uh, pay at this address, and uh, I always have at least four or five folks who just say, "Hey, I, I'd love to come out and help." Um, and and at that point, then uh, you know, it's just a matter of making sure that we uh, do what we do uh, with great care and compassion, because especially at this point. Although stuff is important, what's more important is giving people back their dignity to the best of our ability to give them the option of making choices about their stuff. The flood took a lot away from them. If we can give some of that back, I, you know, we, that, that, that is a tremendous goal in, in volunteering with these folks. Put them in a position of power and, and so they can decide, yes, I want to keep that. No, I don't. Some of these things just aren't an option. Um, but any place that we can find that, we certainly, you know, you certainly want to give that back to folks. Let them decide what's salvageable and Absolutely. what's not, That's is what right. you're saying. Absolutely. Some things that are just a given. Um, but, uh, you know, one of the one of my best finds for the whole week was uh, uh, this family we were assisting with. They had lost uh, two of their dogs and uh, inadvertently some volunteers threw away the uh, the urns that their ashes were in. And, um, of course, uh, we knew this was important, so we went diving back into the piles, and we found both of them. <laughs> I know. That was amazing. That was a, you know, that was. It just uh, makes you feel good. That yes. was, you know, that, because that's why we're out there. That That's why yes. we volunteer. That's why we do the work that we do, so that they can have these things, because in some cases, this is all they've got. And, and one of the things I just can't stress again beyond the safety stuff is keep in mind that what may not be valuable to you um, will be valuable to the homeowner. So please listen to their wishes and do what is appropriate and helpful for them. This isn't about you. It's about what they need. Well, we're going to take a little break, but first I want to say that uh, you're available at uh, on Facebook at Tree Church. That's correct. And treeoflifelutheran.org if people want to get involved. Or treechurch.net. Either one of those will find us. Okay. Yep. We've got multiple addresses. All right. We're going to take a quick break. I'm Margie Taylor of uh, Conroe Culture News, Lone Star Community Radio. When it comes to stroke, time is critical. The quicker you get to a hospital, the quicker you could potentially get critical treatment that may reduce disability and death from stroke. The Brain and Spine Center at Kingwood Medical Center is accredited by DNV as a comprehensive stroke center and is recipient of the American Stroke Association's 2017 Get With The Guidelines Stroke Old Plus Target Stroke Honor Roll Elite Award. Learn to recognize stroke symptoms fast and get help immediately at the first sign of a stroke. The FASTER, F-A-S-T acronym for face, face drooping, arm, arm weakness, speech, speech difficulty and time. It's time to call 911. Above all else, Kingwood Medical Center is committed to the care and improvement of human life. In recognition of this commitment, they will strive to deliver high quality cost-effective health care in the communities they serve. Kingwood Medical Center can be contacted at 281-348-8000. For more information, visit kingwoodmedical.com. Kingwood Medical Center is located at 22999 Highway 59 North, Kingwood, Texas, 77339. Okay, I am back. 
Margie Taylor and Conroe Culture News, downtown Conroe, Lone Star Community Radio, every Monday at noon, even Labor Day, just saying. So I want to give a shout out to Kingwood Medical Center. They are the sponsor of this show with HCA Hospitals. And next Monday, we will have Josh Cherry from Delta Life Fitness, Kate Bim talking about Operation Lipstick to give a little dignity back to people, getting them some cosmetics and a small bag and philanthropy uh, fashion that's at Market Street. And they're all about giving back to nonprofits all the time. Okay, so we have Chris Lake here from Tree Life Church. We have uh, Jennifer Landers from Christ Assistance Center and Courtney Widener from Farmers Insurance. What else do y'all want to tell people? You know, I, I, I one of the questions I'd love to hear from Courtney is, is if folks aren't sure whether or not they can begin tearing out drywall and so on, how do you best begin to discern when to start to mitigate and how quickly should you, you know, sit around doing that? Well, if you actually, if you got flood water in your home, you've got to get that stuff out of there just as soon as possible. Because once black mold sets in and it just starts spreading throughout your house, you're just going to have a huge mess on your hands. So whatever sheetrock is wet, from what I'm hearing, uh, you, you can't cut it out up to the ceiling. Obviously, FEMA's not going to cover anything just all the way up to the ceiling. But a couple of feet above the waterline, water does wick up the sheetrock. And so it may be moist above where the waterline was. So you do need to cut out a bit above the waterline, but not, you know, three yeah. feet. The guideline we tend to use, or I've been told, is 12 inches above the waterline. Mm-hmm. And so generally we try to go there two or four feet. Um, and, of course, in river plantation, they had 10 feet. So there, exactly. there's noth- nothing there's left. There's nothing there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just totally gutted up to the second story. It was, it's, it's hard to fathom. So, um, but for folks, I would just say, just make sure you take those pictures, document really well on the inside and the outside of your house, how high up the water got. Because if you have flood insurance, they need to see those things. Um, and once you document well enough where the water line got, they know all the contents that were touched with that flood water. I mean, they're toast. You know, if there were some things, dishes that may be salvageable. I know people yesterday, I saw, you know, lifetimes of China and family heirlooms and things like that. It's so sad. Um, but anything that's fabric is, is toast. It's got to go get it out of the house as soon as you can and carpet and all that stuff. And if somebody is out of work because of the flooding or anything like that, do you know what they need to do? For business-wise? Okay, well, I will post that on Conroe Culture News because I think I have in the past. Jennifer, do you want to add anything? I would just say thanks to the community for all that they've done to help been extraordinary. Absolutely. Been okay, well, we will have a podcast of this show available by tomorrow, and it will be posted on Taylorized PR, Conroe Culture News, and IR Lone Star forward slash Conroe Culture News. I'm your host, Margie Taylor. Be safe. And take a little bit of time off today. Happy Labor Day. You're listening to Conroe Culture on FM 104.5 and 106.1 with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. Live streaming on IRLoneStar.com every Monday at noon. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter via Conroe Culture. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936 647 3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. 
and Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.